Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entity or entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you do not understand how to obtain solid liability protection, effective tax reduction, or have never given any thought to the importance of exit or estate planning issues, then the Sage Facilitator Program was designed specifically for you. To learn more, call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 and schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. The SAGE clients enrolled in the SAGE Facilitator Program have discovered that this proprietary process creates tremendous peace of mind for themselves and their families. It's time for you to stop worrying by calling 775-786-5515 to learn more so we can help you today. Call SAGE International. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Glad to be with you today on a very nice fall day. Did you see the eclipse? I saw part of it anyway. I never get to see the whole eclipse unless I'm right under the eclipse. Not this year, but I was close enough to enjoy it and think about how much I love living in northern Nevada where I can see the eclipse at least to some degree of 2023. I'm also really proud of the fact that we have a lot of people that are homeowners in northern Nevada. You know, a lot of people are not selling their homes, and that means that they're keeping their homes. I remember the time when people were selling their homes because they wanted to get out of Reno, Nevada. They wanted to go look for other opportunities. That was in the early and mid-2000s. It's not like that anymore. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the successes that we have in real estate, not only in residential, but commercial. I have two guests with me today from United Federal Credit Union. Stefan Damon is with us. He's a commercial loan officer at United and also Brooke Sweeting. She is the Senior Relationship Development Manager, and we're going to be talking with both of them about doing business here in northern Nevada. Plus, we'll look at the stats from the Sierra Nevada Realtors and talk about some of the other outstanding activities going on in northern Nevada. Back after this. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for childcare for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786 the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. It's a good day to tune in. It's a good day to think about how great it is to live in northern Nevada. One of the things I love is being a beekeeper. Yes, I'm in my eighth year, and I encourage anybody who's thinking about protecting the environment, doing some pollination good in the world, and really meeting some great people, becoming a beekeeper. That's what I'm thinking about, talking about Uh, our listeners today. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 22 through 24. It's right around the corner in the new year, and I'm encouraging you to visit the website to learn more, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Today, we're talking about the world of business here in northern Nevada with our guests from United Federal Credit Union. First of all, Brooke Sweeting is with us. In fact, she's back with us. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thank you, Peter. Happy to be back. Thanks for having us. 
You have been so busy. I see a lot of your work that you're doing on the social media world, and it seems like you're traveling all across northern Nevada doing different events and functions. Uh, it probably keeps you uh, really on the road most of the day, it seems like. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to have the position that I have um, and work for United Federal Credit Union. And mm-hmm. we're just surrounded by such a great community, and we have a really great team, great partners. Um, so thankful to wake up and and do what we do every day to where it doesn't really feel like work. Yeah. Uh, Being a a credit union in every community that I've lived, it's all about that. It's about community. It's about being involved with the community. And uh, at United Federal Credit Union, I know it's no different because I've seen you at a lot of events. You sponsor a lot of events. Uh, You have a great profile, and uh, you're doing a lot of good things to keep the word out about the good opportunities for consumers and also the business world at United Federal Credit Union. In fact, today you brought a guest. I will let you introduce him. Why, thank you. My guest today, or our guest today, is Stefan. He's our commercial lending officer at United Federal Credit Union. Stefan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Peter. So you have been at United Federal Credit Union for a little while? Yeah, I've been here for about five years. I started off as a um, an MSA, which is a member service advisor, mm-hmm. um, but I had come from about another five years of um, banking experience, and I worked my way up into doing commercial mortgages for United Federal Credit Union. That's really interesting. I uh, I really respect the work that you do. I have not been a commercial lending expert in the past, but I was a residential mortgage lender. I did that for 10 years, and although I've been away about that long now, uh, I still remember the challenges and you know the the demands on the position. It seemed like people always needed their things done right now. I mean, a deal can fall on its face if it's not uh, tended to almost on a daily basis. The commercial side, is it like that too? It's very similar. Yeah, we have to stay on top of it, um, stay on top of the members to collect financial documents, mm-hmm. um, stay on top of um, our appraisers to make sure that the appraisers are getting pushed, uh, appraisals are getting pushed through. Um, we'll do environmental uh, searches on each property. We have to stay on top of them to make sure that those are all getting done ex- expeditiously. Yeah, so when we're talking about commercial loans, uh, does it begin at uh, – small office complexes as rental homes. Where does it actually start when people can consider or should consider a commercial loan? So here at United, our bread and butter is owner-occupied commercial mortgages, right? So that is typically what our portfolio is consisting of. And so we want to serve the community. So Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. kind of what being at the credit union is all about, is how can we serve the community um, and how can we help um, our small business owners expand um, into owning their own property? Yeah. So uh, if you own a small mom and pop dry cleaning store in whatever part of town, you can help those people go from renting that property to possibly buying that property. Absolutely a candidate, right? And then we also offer things like um, operating line of credits to help them out with their Mm -hmm. day-to-day cash flow. Um, We'll offer commercial credit cards as well. We have a whole host of um, business lending products to kind of help their business succeed. Yeah, I know a number of businesses because I was formerly in the television business um, in the local television market level. And a lot of the television station owners did not own their buildings. Many of the owners I talked to told me that they invested their money in equipment and in personnel, not in land, in a building. And so they rented all those years. I knew guys that owned TV stations for 30 years. (laughs) So they rented for 30 years. Uh, It just seemed to me like the math didn't add up to do it that way. Yeah, typically... 
owning it, you're building equity. So you're building, you're basically paying yourself back. Yeah. So you build up that equity and, you know, if you want to move into a larger space or expand later on down the road, you've now built that equity and have that available for yourself in order to make that move for you. I think it's a great idea and it's a great way to help and support local businesses. When someone goes to a big bank, uh, one of the national conglomerates, and talks to them about getting a commercial loan for the same kind of situation as opposed to a credit union, what are the differences? The difference is, is we typically want to help out those um, mid-level to small-level businesses. That's who we're interested in targeting. I feel like the bigger banks tend to target, um, you know, larger corporations. They're not interested in the little guy where we are. So we step in and fill that void where they just want to help out, you know, very high net worth businesses and high net worth clients. We step in and fill that middle market. Stefan Dahman, he's the commercial loan officer at United Federal Credit Union, and we're talking about what it helped, what it takes to get a commercial loan because I know so many people here in northern Nevada since I've moved here, Stefan, that have started businesses. A lot of them have done great, great deals with their business, and they continue to rock and roll. Some of them, they, they're no longer around. They, they, they've gone through their cycle, but they all started the same way. They all started with somebody that looked at them and said, you know what, we believe in you. We think you can make it. What kind of processes do they have to go through when they're getting a commercial loan? Does it require the same level or a higher degree of financial statements from a small business owner as opposed to, again, primary residence? Just so our, our listeners know the difference. Not necessarily. Um, there's five basic requirements that we require in order to originate um, a commercial loan. Um, typically, we want to see a biography of the business and its owners, which most companies have that already on their website. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty easy to get. Um, we want to see about three years of business taxes, uh, three years of personal taxes, um, a company debt schedule. And what that does is outlines any debts that are already um, guaranteed by the business, and then also a personal financial statement. Mm -hmm. What a personal financial statement is, is basically a profit and loss statement for you individually, right? So it's going to outline what debts and what assets you have on the personal side. Yeah. So anybody that can come up with that, basically basic information in some ways, you can look at it when you're running a business. Still, it sets that individual apart from somebody who has no idea even what you're talking about. Because I know plenty of people think they can start a business because somebody next door or somebody down the street is buying their product or service, but they don't have that business mentality, that business acumen that you have to get just from uh, getting the right kind of guidance and education to do that. So I know you weed that out when you're interviewing them. Yeah, and we step in too in that regard is not only are we just commercial loan officers, which is the official title, but we like to consider ourselves advisors. Mm -hmm. So we'll sit down and help you through the process start to finish, let you know what we need. Um, that way, you know, let's say that we can't help you right then and there. Well, down the road, we don't want to turn you away so we can build that foundation so we can help you later. Oh, very good. Sounds like you have a lot of eyes on the ball when you are working with United Federal Credit Union uh, because it really does take somebody, again, that is as much of a cheerleader as it is a lender. And that cheerleader, of course, wants to cheer for a winner. That means you've got to know what you're, where you're going. So it's, it's obvious that you need to ask a lot of questions when you want your clients to succeed. Brooke Sweeting is also with me from United Federal Credit Union. And Brooke, you're in the relationship development business. That extends probably to a high degree to the commercial world. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm interacting with all walks of life in the day to day. So um, whether that be our existing members that we have on the business and personal side inside the branches um, and then outside the branches as well at all the many events we're, we're attending and supporting um, and really just focusing on being the face of United and building and acquiring those relationships. I just can realize businesses that want to get started, business or future business owners that want to roll but for some reason cannot get things together. And in most cases, it has to do with the financing. And that financing can seem really like a big challenge, especially in today's economic environment. I mean, let's face it, a lot of people are struggling, and yet America still wants to do what it's always done. It wants to go out to eat. It wants to go to the movies. It wants to go shopping. America wants to be like America always has been. And in order for that to happen, you need to hear the sound of money. One of the things I like about United Federal Credit Union, when I go to one of your local branches, you have a coin counter there. And when I hear that coin counter, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like old Reno when the slot machines were hidden. (laughs) Your uh, businesses do a lot of coin work, probably. Uh, car washes uh, will do a lot of work. The uh, laundromats would do a lot of mm-hmm. coin business or cash business. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal recently that it's more and more people are being encouraged to use cash. And the reason is because it's so expensive for many other things in running a business, like the the card credit card fees, the uh, card swipe fees. When somebody just drops cash on the table, uh, you can bring that up just like normal, so it goes into your P&L ultimately, but you don't have all of those fees. One business that was interviewed in New York said that since they put up a sign asking people to please pay with cash whenever possible, they've effectively earned $3,000 more a month. Wow. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Still, the big financing is what gets things rolling. That's why today I'm glad I'm visiting with Stefan Daman. He's the commercial loan officer at United Federal Credit Union. And we also have Brooke Sweeting, the business development the business development manager at United Federal Credit Union. And we're going to be continuing our conversation after this quick message. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. Hi, my name is Brandy Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Natakwa. Natakwa News. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I am looking forward to the end of the year, just like everybody. You know, the holidays are coming. What about tax season? 
The people at Sage International are getting lots of calls already, not because they prepare taxes, but because they help businesses with their incorporation expertise. They're asking questions about moving investments from one LLC to another, or maybe forming an LLC if they already have an S-Corp or a C-Corp. These things have to be done in most cases before the end of the year. So if you have business situations that require the expertise of Sage International, like title work, escrow work, deed work, Give them a call, 800-254-5779, or visit the website, sageintl.com. With me in the studio today, I have Stefan Dahman. He's the commercial loan officer at United Federal Credit Union. We're talking about what it takes to get a commercial loan here in northern Nevada. Stefan, hope you're having a good time being on the show today. It's fantastic. Glad you're here. And Brooke Sweeting is with us, too. Brooke, you're back to talk to us today because you're in the relationship development business, and you're actually doing a really good job because you introduced me to Stefan. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> a huge part of relationship building, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, I think that goes a long way. That gives that really personal touch. Um and just goes to show how effective it can be when you really are dedicated and genuine about building relationships in the community. Yeah. So imagine somebody moves into town. They're brand new. They decide they need to open a checking account. What if they went to United Federal Credit Union? What would yeah. that be like? Oh, that be amazing. <laughs> we we love welcoming new members, um, especially for how fast our area is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are people helping people. So we take pride in taking the time to really understand everyone's financial picture by asking effective questions mm-hmm. um, and really personalizing everyone's experience and, and learning how we can help by the different products and services that we have and the different partners that we can introduce them to, to mm-hmm. ensure they're successful. Yeah, and I like the fact that you're uh, local in northern Nevada. How many communities are you residing in as far as uh, business locations? In Nevada? Yeah. Uh, We serve in three counties. Um, So we are currently in Washoe County, Carson County, and Douglas County. All right. Uh, But looking to further expand. Well, I think that's a good range because that's the range of our coverage at at Nevada Real Estate Radio, you see. So there's a nice fit there. And it seems like whatever branch we would go into, anybody would go into, you're at one of your local branches because you're all connected that way. The um, people at the big banks, of course, like like everybody else, are offering great ways to manage your account online. I know that you have that as well at unitedfcu.com. Yeah, we do. Um, we have. That's the nice thing about the credit union is you can still walk in and get that personalized experience in the branch. Or uh, if you ch- if if it's your preference to do online banking and uh, bank from your home, if you have a busy a busy life, then we have all the tools and resources for you to be able to do that successfully as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So something that really just separates us apart is is, uh, the ability to give that really personalized service. Yeah. And so if some new resident is opening up a checking account, they happen to be talking to you, Brooke, in the lobby, and then you ask them what they're doing. They say, well, I just moved here. I'm going to open up a new brewery uh, in town. I've got a a new mixture of beer and peanut butter that is going to be fantastic. It's going to take off. It's going to be awesome. And I may need a commercial loan. Wouldn't he be in the right place? 
Yes, you would be in the right <laughs> place. <laughs> You're making me thirsty. As, I know. I'm like a peanut butter stout. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely focus on, you know, congratulating mm-hmm. them and, and learning about where they are at in that journey and that experience and include uh, my partner here, Stefan, to really dive in at different angles to be able to understand and help them build that financial journey with United because mm-hmm. um, it all starts with that first interaction and it can go so far. Yeah. Uh, the people that moved to Northern Nevada seem to be, as much as everywhere in the country, but maybe a little bit more family-oriented. Uh, I see a lot of kids at the events. Uh, was at the theater the other night, saw a lot of kids, a big bicycle race in the park, a lot of kids. And I just sense that there's that family uh, awareness uh, in Northern Nevada that I love seeing. And I'm wondering if you have anything that encourages the young people of northern nevada to maybe open up a savings account something like that brooke what do you got yeah absolutely um so we have our youth savings accounts um you can really start saving for your little ones at any age so um we actually will match the five dollars so we'll give a free five dollars to put into their savings account um and we always recommend that especially through those conversations and dollars yeah five dollars to a little one that's (laughs) that's a a big that's big money um and the big thing is is it builds that relationship with the credit union so by the time they are 18 ready to build credit they've had that lifelong relationship with us i remember when i was a little boy we had something in the world called savings and loans at least where I grew up in Colorado. And we had a tour when I was in first grade of the bank and of the savings and loan next door. And they uh, encouraged us to open up a savings account. And I did. I think I opened it up for a quarter. And they opened it up and put it in. And uh, they told me that if I came back next week and made another deposit, I would get a lollipop. And I did that. And, you know, there was always a way to encourage me to go back to that. Before long, I I had almost $5, too. (laughs) It was a great feeling to get into that mode. And I think that's what it takes to help young people many times, Brooke, is to get them used to and accustomed to a great habit, saving a little bit of money instead of spending it all like I generally did when I was a young man. But it's always nice to have a little money in the bank. And, boy, you can sure feel good when you have a savings account. Yeah, absolutely. And we, um, a lot of times, will provide financial literacy uh, support to our local schools mm-hmm. um, at all different age levels. So we really get our foot in the door with the schools in front of the students and bring the bank to the kids and show oh, them nice. what that's like, too, and uh, provide little goodies as those extra incentives to oh. help them save. Well, that is nice. That is nice. So you make tours to the schools to yeah, help them out. Absolutely. Do you, uh, let me ask Stefan, do you talk to any commercial uh, st- students that want to open up commercial businesses that are in school? or, or, or Not exactly, <laughs> but to piggyback on what she said, not only do we do financial literacy at the schools, but yeah. we're also big supporters of the Boys and Girls Club and Girls on the Run. Oh, nice. So we have a very um, a big impact on uh, those organizations as well. Oh, that's good. Community involvement is so important. We love both of those organizations. We've had um, uh, representatives from both Girls on the Run and the Boys and Girls Club on our shows in the past, and we absolutely love what they're doing. Uh, kids need great uh, leadership and direction and positiveness in the world, and those two organizations uh, certainly provide that, and you guys are involved with those organizations. So tell us what you do. Do you participate in their events, or uh, do you just do you sponsor? Do you put up signs? What is it you do when you, when you yeah. get involved? Um, so we sky's the limit. So really, we focus on different ways that we can be involved with with their events. So for Boys and Girls Club, for instance, they had their barrels and bites event uh, last month. And oh then, yes, um, that I know that's always a fun one and a big one. And then um, 
the annual luau for the Boys and Girls Club of Western Nevada. Uh, that's always a really fun one as well, too. So um, with Girls on the Run, uh, we're always looking at different opportunities. Uh, my peer, Brandy Ward, is a huge advocate. She sits on the board for them, and she's a coach. So, you know, we're always trying to find different ways to mm-hmm. be present in mm-hmm. any way possible to help support. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, let's face it, these young people that live in our neighborhood in our society they're the future homeowners of tomorrow the future business owners of tomorrow and the more good advice that we can get them when they're young i mean who knows they might be some very outstanding entrepreneurs business owners and homeowners stefan and brooke are with me today we're talking about things that went on in northern nevada but we're going to get down to talking about the stats from the Sierra Nevada Realtors. So we're going to be looking at the median home prices, the cost per square foot, and other details about each market because Northern Nevada is really a series of different counties and each one is priced dramatically different. And when we come back, you're going to see what we're talking about. Hang on. We'll be back. While the kids are being cared for at Early Head Start, parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds, and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're talking about real estate in northern Nevada, commercial businesses in northern Nevada, and also about kids in northern Nevada because they're so important to our future. That's why we're proud to support the good people at Empower Youth Foundation. You know, a lot of kids in school, they get behind on their schoolwork. Maybe they're not good at reading. Maybe they can't handle the math. And for some reason, a lot of these kids get pushed up to another grade, another grade. Before long, they're not reading at their grade level or doing math at their grade level. They might be two or three grades behind. Well, what's a parent to do? A lot of parents, they go to a company called Fit Learning, and they have one-on-one training sessions with students that help them get caught up as quickly as 40 hours later after starting their sessions with Fit Learning. It's a great program, but it does cost money, and kids that can't afford it are left out. Well, they used to be. Not anymore. Empower Youth Foundation sends kids that they can give grants to to the same facility, Fit Learning. Empower Youth Foundation is the place to connect with. Visit the website, empoweryouthfoundation.org. With me in the studio today, I have two guests from United Federal Credit Union. We're talking about all good things in the credit union world, and we're talking about the Northern Nevada real estate market. Stefan Daman is with us. He's a commercial loan officer. Stefan, do you live here in uh, Reno, Nevada? 
I live in Sparks. Oh, um, you live in Sparks, Nevada. Okay. Yep. All right. And so Sparks, believe it or not, Sparks and Reno are different real estate markets. Many people think they're the same because I can't even tell when I drive from Reno to Sparks or back and forth. They're so close. But they are. They have different prices, different averages. And somebody who's serious about looking for the right home might want to know that there are differences when you cross the city limit line. Brooke Sweeting is with us. And Brooke, do you live in northern Nevada? You do, do you? I do. And where do you live? I live in Carson City. Carson City, yes, our lovely state capital to the south of the metro here in Reno Sparks. And that area is a market of its own. In fact, isn't it a county of its own? It is. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only city that's a county, I think. Absolutely. the only county that's a city. First time I heard of it. Yeah, (laughs) I really can't quite figure it out yet. I've been here for over 20 years. But it's uh, it's fun to talk about. Still, the markets are different. So we're going to look at some of the different markets and see what the median home prices are so that we can see how they compare. First, we're going to look at the big dog, Reno. Everybody talks about Reno. Johnny Cash talked about Reno. Some guy's got a TV show named Reno something. We're talking about Reno because the median sales price in Reno, Nevada, any guesses, Brooke, Stefan? 629000 I was going to say six fifty. dollars uh, You're both pretty close, oh. but just uh, not quite uh, to that number. It's $610,000. Now, over the course of the last uh, month, it's gone up 13%. So we were kind of in a lull the year, the month prior, but in this most recent information that we got, it's up 13%. But here's what's interesting. There were only 259 closed sales in that window. So imagine one big sale for, let's say, $2 million can really have a big impact, or the lack of the same can have an impact in the other side. Still, it tells you that the, the chances of getting a home in the median sales price area below 600000 are not real good, but it can be done. 259 closed sales. We have about half a million people here. That's not a big number. Well, you wonder, well, if $610,000 is the median home price for Reno, what could it be for Sparks? Must be the same, right? It isn't. In fact, it's an amazing $530,000. What do you think, Stefan? Can you imagine that it's $80,000 difference just for you across the city limit line? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, but that number is still good because, you know, as a resident of Sparks, I'm still seeing the value of my home oh. up a lot higher than when I bought it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Half a mil plus 30 is nothing to balk at, right? That's a pretty good deal. Brooke? Sweetie, any idea what your median home price, if we were to look at the greater Carson City area, what would you say that it is? Mm, I was going to say right around like 490000 It's actually a little bit more. We're at $507,500. Wow. So if you own real estate in the Carson City, Carson Valley area, you're doing pretty well too because median home prices are staying strong and in some cases are even higher than they were last year. Yeah, I'm lucky to be a homeowner. You're very <laughs> lucky to be a homeowner because guess how many sales were taken place last month in the window, right? When we sold, when those homes are selling for over $500,000, you figure they must be flying like hotcakes. Yeah, you would think, especially in the capital city. Yeah, but there's only 48 sales in the last window. So it is talking about a slowdown, essentially, in the number of deals that are happening. I was reading in one of the national trades today that as of now, there are fewer home sales in uh, America than there were back in 2011, just before the correction started from the mortgage meltdown. And if the trend continues, there's going to be fewer homes at the end of the year sold than there were way back as way back as 1995. Brooke, you weren't even born then. Yes, I was. You were not. <laughs> you were just a kid. Wow. I was. <laughs> it's amazing how slow things have gotten. So 
I don't want anybody to despair because what that says to me is that you should be ready for a big takeoff at some point. If things are this slow now, believe me, things move fast uh, before you know it. You just have to be prepared. So, Stefan, I'm encouraging everybody that's looking to buy uh, their primary residence to get all their ducks in an order, um, cash, credit, income, capacity, any difference in the commercial world. Um, not so much. Um, it has slowed down significantly um, in terms of uh, people purchasing commercial buildings. Um, one of our big focuses now is focusing on uh, portfolio management um, and looking at the loans that are on the books, mm-hmm. um, specifically because what we're worried about in the commercial market right now is the fact that people who are getting loans at you know 3 to 4% um, are now coming up for renewal after their five-year term and getting upwards of 9%. And that's a huge difference on uh, the affordability of that loan, right? Um, so that's something we're watching out for. Well, we're keeping an eye and our finger on the pulse to make sure there aren't any um, hiccups going forward. Yeah, and let's talk about the the length of commercial loans. So in the world of residential mortgages, residential lending, uh, typically a 30-year mortgage is just that. Your payment doesn't change for 30 years. Somebody gets a commercial loan to buy their building at whatever rate it is, Stefan, is it a long-term loan like that as well? Not exactly. So where on the residential mortgage side, you get a 30-year term fixed and a 30-year amortization, on the commercial side, typically you'll see a three to five year term mm-hmm. with a balloon payment at the end with a 25 year amortization in order to keep the payment a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. But at the end of that three to five year term, um, you go what's through a renewal or a maturity phase where we recollect financial documentation and renew the loan again for another three to five year term. And is that pretty standard in the industry? Absolutely. There is an element of risk, a higher element of risk for both sides, quite frankly, it looks like when you're doing a commercial loan. So uh, when I was a mortgage lender, it probably hasn't changed today. I learned about risk-based pricing, and it sounds to me like it's still in play. You still look at the risk. Correct. You know, we'll analyze, ask questions, look at the financials, and determine um, – you know, the risk level for the business and the risk level for the credit union, and um, we'll determine a rate based on that. Mm -hmm. Getting back to our markets, let's look at some of the other areas. Well, you know, we every now and then hear a number about the average, the median home prices in northern Nevada, where you average in all the big metros, Reno, Sparks, and Greater Carson. So I just want to let our listeners know again that uh, the median home price in Reno is 610000 in Sparks, five hundred thirty thousand. In Carson City, five hundred seven thousand dollars. If you average those three together, it comes in at five hundred sixty-two thousand five hundred dollars. Now, when I hear that number, when you look at a total of four hundred twenty sales, when you add up all of the areas, uh, it still looks like there's some opportunity, Brooke and Stefan, to help first-time home buyers and new residents come in to Northern Nevada. And I know that when many of these new residents come in, um, they're entrepreneurs. A lot of the people that come here, they're starting businesses. I mean, if you look at Midtown, I bet a lot of the people that are running or owning new businesses in Midtown over the course of the last five to ten years probably moved here about that time. There are a lot of business owners coming over from California. Um, They sell their real estate and business out there and find it a little bit more affordable, much more affordable out in the Reno-Sparks area, and they end up setting up shop here instead. Yeah. Elon Musk probably found the same thing. Oh, absolutely. He probably thought about doing it in, you know, South Meadows maybe, 
up by the ski resort, uh, but his operation just couldn't afford that real estate, right? Then he yeah. found that place that was hidden by the river, and uh, look at it today. Have you been out there lately, Brooke, to see the Tahoe Industrial Center? I haven't, but um, I've heard how much it has grown. Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier in the show, as a beekeeper, I go to beekeeping meetings all throughout northern Nevada, and I go to Yarrington, Nevada, on a monthly basis, and I drive right through the Tahoe Industrial Center, and it's always an adventure. There's always new construction, big, big monster-sized buildings, and uh, you don't see much residential. It's all it's all commercial, but it tells you that the area has got uh, an engine that's running this economy that is just absolutely amazing. The trucks are huge. They're from all sorts of uh, big companies in the world, and it's really going to have a big impact on the little community of Silver Springs, which is just past um, the Tahoe Industrial Center, and then ultimately Yarrington on one side and Fernley on the other. Those two areas uh, really are growing in, in demand and dynamic, and it's because of the business, not because of the housing. Uh, speaking of Fernley, I wanted to mention to our listeners that it is a great value when you compare it to the other three urban areas that we talked about in northern Nevada. When we averaged Carson, Reno, and Sparks, $562,000 was the median home price. But when you get to looking at Fernley, let's say you're just Fernley, you want to know what's happening in Fernley, what's my median home price? It's $375,000. Can you believe that? That's about $250,000 less than Reno. Maybe a couple hundred grand less than Sparks. And it's even over a hundred thousand less than Carson City, and I would bet it takes probably forty to forty-five minutes travel to get from any of those three urban cities to Fernley. So sounds like it's a great, great place to uh, pick up a primary residence or maybe start a business. Stefan, have you seen any businesses out there of uh, of particular interest to you in in the Fernley area? Uh, in the Fernley area, yes. We've been kind of expanding into that market to kind of pick up some of those owner-occupied um, real estate opportunities out there. Um, and to kind of piggyback on what you said about the Tahoe-Reno Industrial Center area, um, they're running out of space there. So they actually recently are trying to get plans approved for a Tahoe-Reno Industrial Center 2, um, which is going to bring a lot more data centers from California a lot more residents moving out to Fernley. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that area is going to have a lot of growth opportunity in the upcoming years. Oh, absolutely. Fernley is uh, really an important place on the map because it is right on I-80 and I and, uh, and, and Highway 50, and it is so close to the metro area, the airport in Reno, Nevada. Many years ago, well, it was about half a dozen years ago, I met a gentleman who was starting a business in Fernley, and his name is Steve. And Steve owns a restaurant. Actually, it's an ice cream shop called Steve's Ice Cream. Best ice cream in northern Nevada. So I always encourage people to stop in at Steve's Ice Cream because if anybody knows what it's like to start a business and see the community grow around him, Steve from Steve's Ice Cream can give you that information. Just a little bit to the east of Fernley is another great little community. It's Fallon. And Fallon is all about agriculture. Have you been out to Fallon before, Stefan? Yes, I have. We have what? a couple of business clients out there. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty great place. And uh, uh, probably the more, more dairies than I've ever seen in, in such a small area. Very historic, too. Yeah, really. And as I, um, as I am a beekeeper, again, I think that's the third time I've mentioned it on the show, the, some of the best beekeeping operations are in Fallon because of that agriculture there. The bees love the alfalfa and all the other 
cantaloupes that come out of Fallon and all the other good things that are grown when you have the ability to grow those plants. Well, the honeybees love it, and the people love it that live there too. Very family-oriented. You would imagine that the price is going to be less than it was in the Reno-Sparks area, and you are right. It is less. The median home price in Fallon, Nevada, is 443000 A little bit higher than Fernley, but, you know, ag property is uh, getting more in demand nowadays. In fact, do you do any ag loans in your world, Stefan, in the commercial world? Uh, we don't primarily focus on agriculture loans, um, but um, we can do them. Absolutely. I'm encouraging people to visit with you if they have any questions about commercial loans. What is the best way to contact you in case somebody wants to make contact? Uh, if they want to contact me, they can contact me on my cell phone, which is actually 415-328-4698. Um, or reach me via email, and my email address is sdamen, that's S-D-A-M-M-E-N, at unitedfcu, for federalcreditunion.com. Fantastic. I'll put all of your information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. Stefan, do you have any success stories that you can think about that we can talk about when we come back? I do. Yeah, I have a couple we can go over. Okay, we'll do that then. And when we come back, we're going to look at the final stats from Sierra Nevada Realtors and talk a little bit more about the commercial lending world. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. We've been talking about future homeowners, future business owners in northern Nevada, and I know where a lot of those future homeowners and business owners are right now. They're at home, and they're at home because they're not old enough to go to school yet. Many times their parents are not working because they can't afford daycare. So you can imagine that those young kids, when they grow up, they may have some challenges of their own, not only financially, but maybe in education levels too because they can't get around, they can't be going to school, they can't do a lot of things that kids with a standard uh, level of living have. Well, the people at Community Services Agency are doing everything they can to help these young students and their parents. I'm talking about young daycare services, and Head Start and Early Head Start. These are available at Community Services Agency. Kids as young as six months old, up all the way up until five years old, can get outstanding education when they travel just a little bit to get to Head Start and Early Head Start. It's just a little bit of travel because they have locations in Fernley, Sparks, Reno, Carson City. It's amazing check out the services from Community Services Agency at their Head Start and Early Head Start programs. And they're looking to employ teachers, too. So if you have somebody that's interested in becoming a Head Start or Early Head Start teacher, they will thank you down the road. Let them know all about it. Get the information at csareno.org. Today I'm talking with two guests from United Federal Credit Union. And with me is Stefan Dahman. He's a commercial loan officer. Also with us, Brooke Sweeting, Senior Relationship Development Officer. Brooke, you have been at United Federal Credit Union for a while yourself. Tell our listeners how long. Yeah, I've been with United about two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've accomplished a lot in that amount of time, I bet. Absolutely. I started out as a branch manager and uh, 
just hit my one year as my new position as the senior relationship development manager. Uh-huh. You are, have to be a really gregarious person to do the work that you're. You have to really enjoy loving to talk to people, yes, meet new people. Th- absolutely, that's things. one of my strengths. Yeah. Um, I I I feel like I'm very genuinely passionate about making connections in the community and mm-hmm. and representing the company that I work for. And I'm thankful enough that we have those opportunities to be present in the way that we are. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. It's, when you're doing good things and you're enjoying your work, it certainly like makes uh, life uh, a lot more beneficial to everybody and yourself included. But when you can do things to help others, oh, all the better. Why not all have a good time, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you met Stefan, Stefan, you work in the Reno office. Uh, Brooke, you work in the Carson office. It, you travel, Brooke, to all of the different offices yourself. Yes. That's probably yep. how you met Stefan. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So Stefan also covers um, a, our whole region as well, too. So um, we work side by side with a lot of our different business members mm-hmm. and um, new business prospects that we are hoping to earn 100% of their business on as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah when you can get all of your banking done at one facility, it's a lot easier to keep things on track instead of having to transfer from one to the other and all. You know, you just miss one thing sometimes and it'll just mess you up. Yeah, absolutely. And we're full service too. So a lot of people think with the credit union, um, we may not have, uh, we may not have the ability to cater to that full business side, but we're very competitive when it comes to our checking accounts, savings accounts, and in the market we're in right now with rates, uh, our business CDs are definitely competitive out there and uh, some of the best in the market mm-hmm. um, so we're happy to always do rate reviews and um, and find the different ways that we can really help all of our business owners maximize their dollars I'm looking at your website right now at unitedfcu.com and I like this share certificate special earn up to 5.35% APY for nine months if you have an ultra checking account and you can even do this in an IRA. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. And uh, then I see that you've got uh, great rates on auto loans as well. Auto loans, uh, they, I think they only come in second to the home loan in, in as far as importance in the American world. Uh, auto loans, people would expect those to be outrageous because well, if you look at where uh, residential mortgages are now in the sevens, I would think that they're much higher than the sevens when in reality what I'm looking at, I see rates are even lower. I'm sure it depends on many things. Yeah. Yep. So cash credit. Absolutely. Got yeah. A good score. Yep. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a look at that whole financial picture. Um, that's the great thing about United is we take the time to really dive deep into your credit report and understand um, the ins and outs of it and how we can help. Um, we'll look at different consolidation methods to ensure that we are fighting to get you the lowest rate possible. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. We are talking more about commercial today uh, because uh, so many people that I know are owning businesses and are becoming successful in the world of business ownership. During the break, we were talking about a friend of mine who opened a Mexican restaurant back in 2000, and now he's on his third Mexican restaurant, but that third Mexican restaurant has turned really into three or four different outlets. And it's uh, really an amazing thing to see when somebody gets just a little bit of financial help to get their business going and uh, they can live out their dream and and then turn that into huge success. Stefan, Damon, you're with us uh, to talk about the commercial loan world at United Federal Credit Union. Do you have any stories that you can tell our listeners about, uh, people that you've helped with commercial loans? 
Yeah. One thing I find interesting is when I do meet new prospective uh, members is that they they're surprised that a credit union actually does commercial loans and we do full service commercial lending. Um, which, you know, it's, it's a shocker to them, and they're happy because they already have a relationship with United Federal Credit Union, and now they get to expand into that business realm and have everything in one place. Um, and they see that as a, a real big value. Um, but specifically, um, there was a, a doggy daycare that gave me a call um, about a year and a half ago. And at the time, they just they weren't quite ready yet in order to get a commercial loan. But what they were looking to do is expand their location into a bigger space mm-hmm. so that they can earn you know more revenue by bringing in more clientele. Um, I gave them the advice of what they needed to do in order to get to the level that we needed in order to underwrite a commercial loan for them. Mm-hmm. Um, about seven months later, I got a call. They did absolutely everything I advised. And they came in, provided me updated financials, and we were able to get them a new building. Um, They're doing very well. Um, They have an expanded location. They can bring in a lot more dogs, and it's been working out really well for them, and I'm I'm very happy for them. Wow. You made a lot of people and a lot of dogs happy. Absolutely. (laughs) Everyone loves a good dog story, right? Yeah. (laughs) You know, because there's a a happy dog and happy owner. That's like three happy people, you see. It, it equals even more. That's great information and great, a great story to, to tell people because uh, that's what it takes, isn't it? it? Your clients have to follow direction. When I was a residential lender, uh, the people that followed my direction, we almost always closed the deal. But the people that had struggles in following directions, in keeping timetables, you know, gathering documents, of course they're going to have, have struggles. So a lot of it is left to the, to the borrower, is it not? Correct. You know, you know, you can lead a horse to water, as they say, right? But you can't make it drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's where our role steps in is we want to guide you. We want to give you the information to make you successful. So we'll give you the tools. Um, if you, you know, follow that advice, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, nine out of 10, we can help you over that finish line. Yeah. Uh, when people are looking to start commercial businesses, do they have to be starting them in our area in order to qualify for the commercial loans? Uh, or, Stefan, can they start a loan? I mean, we're so close to California. If somebody wanted to start a business in Truckee, could they still work with you in northern Nevada? What's unique about credit unions is that we have membership. In order to get membership, you have to live in a specific area. Mm-hmm. So that area for us is northern Nevada. Um, so to your point of if someone wanted to start in Truckee, that is only just a little bit across the border, right? Mm-hmm. It's not too far away. Mm-hmm. And we can make exceptions in those cases. We have charters. Um, they can fill out forms for being in another state, um, and we can assist them. You know, if it was in Sacramento, that reach is a little bit too far. Right. But if they're just over the border, it's something that we can definitely um, touch on and help them out. Well, that sounds like common sense commercial lending to me. And I can't say that that rule would be followed or uh, looked at the same way by the big commercial banks that have strict rules and maybe don't have a connection with a local community. One other thing I wanted to ask you about was nonprofits. So a lot of nonprofits, uh, including churches, for instance, need loans to do renovations, to do different projects. Is that something that somebody could talk to United Federal Credit Union about? Yes, they can. Um, We help nonprofits all the time. Um, and what's great about assisting a nonprofit with getting a commercial loan or a line of credit for operating um, is that 
there are no personal guarantees. So it's just the nonprofit that is guaranteeing the debt without the personal guarantees on it. So a lot of people find that extremely attractive. That does sound really attractive. And I'm going to recommend that to a number of nonprofits to consider as they are looking to refinance their buildings or do some expansions or renovations. Stefan Daman, I'm really glad you had a chance to come to visit with us and talk about the commercial lending world at United Federal Credit Union. Any final thoughts for our listeners that they should consider if they're looking to get into the commercial world? One of the things that people find very attractive about United Federal Credit Union commercial lending, especially when we do commercial mortgages, is the fact that we do not have prepayment penalties which is huge. Most larger banks and other institutions, even if they're not large financial institutions, um, tend to have prepayment penalties. So given the interest rate environment that we're in right now, and people are still getting commercial loans at a higher rate, um, when rates go down again, all we have to do is a simple modification and boom, you know, we keep them on the books, we give you a lower rate without having to pay all the penalties and fees. That sounds like a great option. Rates will go down. They always do. They'll go back up again after that. But you can time the market just by looking at the past, and you absolutely know the rates are going to improve. So if you can pull the trigger now and get financing, you can always refinance without penalty down the road. It sounds great to me, Stefan. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for being with us today, and hope you come back and visit with us again soon. Yeah, I hope so. Brooke Sweeting has been with us today. Brooke, you did a great job bringing a great guest to join us today, and you're doing your work as a relationship development manager. Just really happy to be a part of the communities that we serve. Um, You know, we really take pride in putting ourselves back into the community. So whether that be our our previous events that we had going on, um, September was packed with back to school nights, um, open houses, and in in the surrounding communities that we serve, we're um, dedicating our time and we're volunteering our our efforts to to show up and support and be that financial face and and person for our kids and and for even our business owners. Uh, So sky's the limit on the different ways that we can help too. That sounds great. Brooke, I'm going to put all of your contact information on our website and we'll make it easy for people to find you. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm encouraging our listeners to visit the website, unitedfcu.com, to see more about the United Federal Credit Union operation, all the great opportunities that they have for financing on auto loans, home loans, business loans. You'll be amazed. Check it out. We'll put all that information, too, on our website. Thank you for tuning in today. Tell your friends and family to tune in again next week, same time, same station, and then they can make a great deal, too, when it comes time to buy or sell real estate or get a commercial loan to start a business. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Natakwa. Natakwa News. Fun for all ages. Natakwa. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I'm going to highlight 13 steps that you'll need to work through to properly shut down your business so you avoid future headaches that can come from debts and potential lawsuits. We want this to be a good decision, the right decision. Join me to learn how. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.